Kina 41. Uh, we find ourselves now in the kinnas that have to do with Eretz Yisrael. And we see that a, uh, this kinna is sandwiched between two of them as well. Let's start with the word Tzion, the one before and the one after. So I wanted to just speak about this kinna, how it connects. Just a brief history over here, we're all aware of. We learn this every year, but just to go through it. It's all written in art scroll, uh, very beautifully laid out, as Simcha mentioned before. So this one was written by the Maram Rottenberg. He lived in France, from Meir Ben Baruch, from the years 1220 to 1293, from the end of the Bali Tosfos. King Louis IX, Paris, France, Friday, ever Parshas Chukas. In the year 1242, 1,200 manuscripts, which is 24 cartloads of Gemaras and Mephorshim were burned. It's about 200 years, I believe, prior to the printing press. Uh, Art Scroll explains, brings a uh, letter down here from Rav Hillel from Verona. In Italy, he witnessed the burning, and he felt that this was divinely ordained from Hashem because 40 days earlier, in the exact same location, they, built, they burnt the books of the Rambam. And these uh, 1,200 manuscripts, 24 carloads, were burnt in the ashes of the Svarim of the Rambam. So the question that I had while I was learning this is, why is it here in the Kinnas of Tzion? What does this have to do with Eretz Yisrael? And they uh, really could be before it, right? It doesn't seemingly have to do with Eretz Yisrael, but yet it's right smack in the middle of it. So I believe the answer to that is found at the end of the Kinnah in a few lines over here. It says, the Yashiv Shifte Yeshurin, and Hashem's going to return the Jewish people, and He's going to lift up them up from their lowliness. Now this is actually a half a quote from uh, Yirmiyah, chapter 30, Pasuk 3. And I wanted to just really a little bit go to that parak over there to really flesh out what was going on here and maybe come back to the original question. So just to read from the Psukim over here in Yirmiya, again, Perik, Lamid, Hadover Hashem Yara Yirmiya, Me'is Hashem Lemur. Hashem spoke to Yirmiya saying, Komar Hashem, Elokei Yisrael, Lemur, Ksav Lecha is Kol Advar Masher Dibarte Elech Ela Sefer. I want you to write down every single thing that I'm telling you, write down in a book. That's Sefer Yirmiya, we have that. We know we only have the ones for generations. So the purpose of him writing it down was for us in 2018. Days are going to come, Nuam Hashem. I'm going to return my nation, Yisrael, and Yehuda. And I'm going to return them to their land. The land that I gave them is going to be an inheritance for them. So you see, this is an amazing thing, is that this is what's happening nowadays. And there are literally, I mentioned this last year and the last few years, there are hundreds and hundreds of sukkim throughout the Nevi'im that discuss how one day Hashem is going to bring Jews from the four corners of the world and going to bring us back to Eretz Yisrael in conjunction, which is known as Kibbutz Galias. We know that there's 12 million Jews in the world. That's around the Jewish population. We know six and a half million Jews are back in Eretz Yisrael. Six and a half million Jews. That's more than half of the world Jewish population now currently living in Eretz Yisrael. Again, something Hashem told Yirmiya at the time of the destruction, right? So picture Hashem is destroying the base of Migdash. Yirmiya is running around, the prophet of Zam. 
And what's he saying? Hashem lifts him up above time and space and says, one day in the year 2018, Jews are going to be returning back to Eretz Yisrael from all across the globe. Everyone has a family member there, a sibling, a parent, a friend, back in Eretz Yisrael. Read more, more in the parak. I'm just, in this specific parak, I mean, you could find dozens and dozens and dozens in other prakim as well. I mean, it's, it's an amazing thing. It says, Va'ata al-tira of the Yaakov, Noam Hashem, do not be afraid. And do not falter, because I'm going to save you from a distance. And I'm going to return, uh, yeah, I'm going to turn your officers, your children, back to their land. And they're going to go there, and it's going to be quiet, and they're not going to be scared anymore. Because I am with you. Just to read that, it's translated better in here. Now, don't be afraid, my servant Jacob, says God. Don't be frightened, Israel, for I will save you from afar and your children from the land they were exiled. Jacob will again enjoy peace and tranquility, and no one will frighten him. So again, we see, Al-Tira, do not be scared. Do not be scared when you look around at the world events and you read the news and you see what's happening. Do not be scared. This was written for us now in days because we know that Hashem is amidst Kibbutz Goliath, this is what's happening right now. And Jews from all across the world are returning something that the great prophets predicted over 2,000 years ago. It says again, saying there are many psukim just within this parak alone, just highlighting one or two. God says, I will turn Jacob's tents from captivity and have mercy on their dwellings. Cities will be rebuilt on their mounds and palaces in their places. From the ruins of old is going to come Eretz Yisrael, Yerushalayim, Habanuya. Everyone who's been there can see this on, on ashes, on ruins. They're building the most beautiful Mamila Mall, beautiful architect, precious stones. There's a Navi, one of the prophecies in Yeshaya says, when, you build, when, when you're going to build Yerushalayim, you're going to build it with precious stones, nicer than it ever was. The architecture there, the Jerusalem stones, they're famous throughout the entire world. And this is really something to be excited for. This is something, it's an amazing, amazing thing. We're living in amazing times. And I could really talk about this topic for days. It's, it's just... It's just an amazing thing to see what's going on there. This is all part of the Gula. The Gemara says, right, what's the one of the biggest signs of the Gula? When they grow grapes, vineyards, in the Shomron. Right? You could go to Dalton Wine. You could go to this winery. You could go to that winery. Beautiful grapes. They couldn't get anything to grow. Nothing could grow. But now that Am Yisrael is back in Eretz Yisrael, so the land gives forth this brach as this is a similar Gula. I once saw, parenthetically, I once saw that it says, right? Who is like Am Yisrael, one nation in the land? It didn't mean Arzot Brit, didn't mean Canada. In the land, what land? The land of Eretz Yisrael. Who's like one nation? We're only one nation when we're back in Eretz Yisrael. I saw the Zohar says on that, Am Yisrael without Eretz Yisrael, and Eretz Yisrael without Am Yisrael are not considered one. That it's one and the same, where one unit in entirety, you cannot take them together. 
So I believe this answers what I was thinking, at least, what this kinna is doing here in the middle of Zion. The answer to the suffering and the books burning and the book burning for the Maharal Rottenberg, who he knew and understood well, is that if we have our own land, and we have Eretz Yisrael, that this would never happen. We know that the Maharal Rottenberg himself, famously, he died in prison, he died in jail because he didn't allow himself to be ransomed, and I believe it was the Rush who wanted to ransom him, but he told him no. And they. Uh, the Maharal Mirathenberg knew this and understood that we had the ability to stick up for ourselves, that they couldn't just take our svarim and burn them in the same manner that they were able to. And, you know, something we take for granted, we live in after an Eretz Yisrael era. You know, but before Eretz Yisrael era, for thousands of years, we were getting, you know, as they say, Jewish blood was cheap. We had no way to defend ourselves. We had no way to stick up for ourselves. We had no one to intercede on our behalf. Now, I certainly don't know what would have happened if the Medina Yisrael was around when the Maharal Rottenberg was put in jail. I do not know if they would have intervened to save them. But perhaps it wouldn't even happen to begin with, as this doesn't happen nowadays. So for years, we were beaten up. No way to protect ourselves. No way to intervene. We have one of the strongest militaries in the world. As we know, the United Nations is obsessed with Israel because they're scared of the Jews showing their strength, showing them that we could stick up for ourselves, that us, Am Yisrael, we have Hashem on our side. And again, I believe that's what this, uh, this kinah is doing here because this was the answer to all the suffering, is to have our own state, to have our own land. There are more people learning in Eretz Yisrael now since the time of Bayashani, sitting and learning Torah. Dollar per dollar, the Benayat Yisrael supports Torah learning more than anyone in the entire world. We have our, we're back in Eretz Yisrael now, and I believe the Maharama Rottenberg understood this. So let us merit to the end of the process of the, of the final redemption, when Mashiach ben David will reveal himself, and we see with our very own eyes the third base Hamigdash, the one that Yecheskel described at the end of Yecheskel, as right now, where exile is winding down, as I like to say, and I think about it, as again, more than half the world Jewish population is back in Eretz Yisrael, and it's getting more and more. It's getting more built up and better. Just like it says over here, we're going to build the ancient ruins of old.